0: Welcome back to another episode of When the Girls Talk Boys. You're on with Becca and Casey. And here we are. It's been a hot minute. It's been a long summer. Um, Casey, did you know that summer actually ends on Saturday? Does it really? Yeah, so I have this little weather report thing in my classroom, and it has the months on it, and I or not the months, the seasons, and I went to look up um like Cause I couldn't remember if it was the 20th or the 21st for like when the season actually changes, but I looked it up and it said that the autumnal equinox was or solstice, whatever the heck it is, is actually on Saturday, the 23rd. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm leaving the summer card up. And all my kids keep saying like, Oh that no, it's fall. And I was like, well, basically, yeah, like mentally it's fall, but according to Google and I guess science, it's still summer. Um, But which leads me to our next, you know, thing that we're actually talking about. We're here to talk about the Five Sauce show, which was the tour that Five Sauce did. um, I guess it was all in the summertime because summer, it's still summer right now. And they just did their last um, North American show. So yeah, um, I feel like this tour happened so fast, but yet, it took so long for me because I went to four shows and they were all in different weeks. So it was like a five week tour for me. Um, but yeah, so I went to Boston night one. I had Soundcheck and Pit. I went to MSG. I had Pit. Raleigh, I had Pit. And then LA, I just went with Casey and we had Soundcheck and Pit. Casey, what did you go to? I went to Bristow and just had like a regular seat. And then la with becca and we had soundcheck and (laughs) pit i like when i was a kid i don't really remember like pit being a thing like i knew that there were some shows that were ga only and some that like had seats but i don't remember like maybe i'm just like cuckoo bananas i don't know i i only went to shows in like high school but i don't remember there being like a little bit of pit and then the rest seats like i feel like that's a newer thing am i crazy no,
1: I I don't think you are. I don't – I mean, I've been going to concerts forever, and I don't ever really remember there being pit, like pit and then seats.
0: Yeah. I remember like there- it
1: either being all GA or, like, pit on the floor, and then the balcony might be seated.
0: Yeah. So, nonetheless, here we are. Um, I guess I finna be in the pit. Um I didn't really plan it that way, but it's just what happened. But anyways, um, yeah, so, Casey, did you go into the setless blind? I tried to, but I knew I ended
1: up knowing the majority of the songs that were playing, not the order that they were played in, although I did know outer space ended. It was like second to last, and I really that is the one song I wish I didn't know was playing. Um, but Babylon is the only one I did not remember they were playing when I went to Bristow. So that was the only one that really surprised me. I just didn't remember the like
0: order of the set list other than what was the opening and what was ending. That makes sense. Um, I'm someone that always needs to know the set list. Like, I don't know why I've had this attachment to knowing, but I literally like, we'll save the image of the screenshot, like, as soon as there's been a show, like, I want to know what's happening. I want to plan I want to like, I don't know. But the Michael tweeted that thing about like, go in blind, it's worth it. And so I was like, Well, if Michael said so, like, I have to do it. And I like, so I, I had no idea I basically the very f- after like the first show not the North American leg, So like I wasn't even sure if it was going to be exactly the same. Whatever the first show was, I saw a set list and the only thing I saw was that Bad Omens was opening because I read it. It's like an Instagram image and I was like, (gasps) I don't want to see this. So I... I didn't even just like block certain words. Like a lot of people on Twitter were blocking like certain words and stuff, and I was like, "Nope, I'm too scared of that." So I d- didn't go on Twitter or TikTok or e- basically anything but like Facebook. But even still, there were spoilers on Facebook, and I was like, "Come on!" But um, no, I really um, I just became like you know, when people are like, I'm going on a social media break, that's basically what I did. Um, yeah. If I had to tweet, I would literally just go on the app, go to my profile, tweet, and then just disappear. Because I, you know, I have to constantly tweet. It's like my whole life. Um, but I, like, yeah, I went in blind. And oh my gosh, it was so worth it. Like, I I almost wish I did that with every concert I went to. But that was definitely like the coolest thing ever. Um. I knew there was a dice but I didn't know what songs were on it Mm. I did I will say people in line I made a lot of friends in line especially in Boston people were really chill but people kept talking about the set list and I was like I literally kept announcing like guys I'm spoiler free like please for the love of god I've made it like three weeks without the internet there was some like news story I don't even remember what it was and I had no clue what anybody at work was talking about because I hadn't been on the internet I was like I don't know I'm scared um but I was just like guys stop talking about it don't talk about what's on the dice I don't even know what's on the dice I know there's a dice I don't know what's on it okay and um yeah that was crazy and then in Boston night one the sound check Ashton talked about she's kind of hot and I was like Ashton you're you're spoiling it for me now what the heck like I, I don't think you know how hard it is for me okay like what did I say to you the other day? So Casey and I were in a pizza place. This is like so a side story. Maybe I'll cut this out. We were in picking up our dinner. And um, I saw a picture of Anna Kendrick on the wall. And I just go, Anna Kendrick came here. But I just was talking into the restaurant. Casey was across the restaurant. I just started talking at the universe. And this woman next to me was so confused. And I just was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I thought you were my friend. But I was like, I did not think that was my friend. I just didn't even think anything. I just put my thought into the universe. And that's why Twitter is for socially awkward and anxious people okay Olivia Rodrigo's song about being a homeschool girl like I wasn't a homeschool girl but when she says like everything I do is social suicide that's basically me um and so nonetheless that's why I love Twitter and if they make it that you have to pay for it I I'm gonna have to make my own app that's like the same thing because I can't
1: well this is this is a side note but there is an app um called blue sky that's like in beta right now they're waiting to like wide release it until like it's like good to go but it's literally twitter it's like how twitter used to be before elon took over
0: (laughs) right and like most of the things that elon's done like i don't know like i don't want to be like pro him because he's the worst but honestly twitter hasn't really felt much different like i was really worried about when it became x or whatever it was going to be like Total trash, and I feel like it hasn't been too bad, so I don't care that much. It's a lot harder
1: to report people now.
0: Yeah, and then like some people are getting like banned for no reason, but like there are definitely flaws. But I feel like for on a day to day, like I've been able to use it, not like knock on wood. Watch, I'm gonna log out of my account's gone. (laughs) Like, but um, nonetheless, I need to be able to just like blurt out whatever I'm saying, whatever I'm thinking at all times, because I'm just chaotic like that. But. Oh my gosh, where even were we? I'm the one that said this was going to be a short episode and then I'm talking about the pizza place. Like we haven't even talked about the concert. <laughs> you guys, I'm still like jet lagged from LA. I'm currently in New York right now. Um, You know, home, but um, all right. So the set list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I feel like they did this set list like really targeted towards like specific groups of people for one thing they wanted to really cater to like fans that have been around for a long a long time so like have a mixture of like the old stuff and the new stuff but I also think they did a lot of the like throwbacks to try and like lure old fans to like come back because I think I don't know if we talked about this or I read this somewhere but somehow i heard this story of a girl that saw that they were pl- they might play heartbreak girl i think casey's the one yeah these girls are like oh my god they played heartbreak girl on buying tickets yeah you know yeah, um it was
1: a tiktok this girl was like oh my god five sauce played heartbreak girl buy a ticket had no idea that it was about the dice or anything and like the people in the comments were like who's gonna tell her <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but like there's that but then also like you know they play outer space they play um she's kind of hot they play don't stop like they play a bunch of throwbacks and yeah. i mean they always it's kind of crazy because i like last year they they had a really big range but i think they tried to do more of like the mainstream ones um to do that and i mean a tour is the whole point of doing a tour is actually you know to like market themselves and sell the album so i completely understand it and it was really fun it was fun to get old songs that we don't really hear a lot um there are definitely some songs that i think need some justice um like good girls (laughs) like Becca on um, her good girls campaign. Me on my good girls campaign. Um, they still did not play Girls Talk Boys for me and Casey, but you know what? We're it's, gonna
1: I think it's personal at this point.
0: Oh yeah, we are convinced because... that Five Sauce like has a personal vendetta against me and Casey. And I don't know if it's because that of that one time I called Ashton an idiot and TikTok took down our TikTok about it. Um, or if they're mad that we made the original Five Sauce podcast and not them but five sauce like i look i love you i will always love you um michael thanks for fixing my phone that one time that we met at times square um but i like you couldn't have thrown us the bone you couldn't you played girls talk boys at multiple sound this year and you couldn't have done it for us come on uh. it's okay we really went on a side note there. People are probably exiting out of the episode, but all right, we're going to get serious. Okay. We're okay. going to talk. I would,
1: just, I would just like to say that these men are liars because <laughs> they said that One Night Only was going to be the last
0: time they ever played Outer Space Live. No, they said Outer Space slash carry on. They said that the only time they're sort of – they're not liars, liars, but, like, I get what you're saying. But, like, they lied. (laughs) So they said that, and the catch is that they didn't play the whole outer space slash carry-on. They only played outer space, and they said their reason for that is because it'll never sound as good as at one night only, which is, like, fair. But they do play outer space, which is a huge, like,
1: surprise. I love how Luke keeps calling it the, like, deepest cut (laughs) – in five sauce discography and i'm like luke i love you but it's it's not the deepest cut in five sauce discography like it is the older fans are gonna really be the ones that know that one but it's not the deepest cut we're talking about here it's, like too late and gotta get out are the deepest cuts here it's, a, it's unpredictable
0: a, it's a deep cut but i will say best friend not best friends best- Casey, Casey, we. The song is not good. I just need to preface with that, but it's from like what the Target edition of Youngblood. Yeah, is that what it is? The only place I've ever even heard it is in Casey's car, and for some reason, every time I'm in the car with her, it comes off the shuffle. No, (laughs) my car loves that song. Not to be not to be confused with Best Friends, like yeah, from Five Sauce Five. It's Best Friend
1: best friend comes on shuffle a lot in my car I think my car just really loves that song
0: (laughs) I will say that is probably like the deepest cut is that song okay yeah (laughs) I don't even think they know that song exists to be honest like if you said to them you already have a song called best friend they'll be like no you're talking about best friends it's like "No, no 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 we're talking about best friend and I would play it I would play it right now except um casey and i did get slammed with by legal for some copyright infringement because because two and a half years ago i played the song a clip of girls talk boys as our intro okay and then i stopped doing it because i just didn't feel like doing it anymore and two years later spotify came for us and said hey You can't do that, but then I didn't know how to fix it, and we had to fight. We did get our episodes back, guys. We got our views back. Everything's fine, but if you go back and listen to our first three episodes, it might sound a little weird. Like, it might be, like, jumping from one conversation to another, so I just want you to pause, listen to a little bit of Girls Talk Boys, and then continue playing the episode because there was a song in there, but, um, yeah, um, so I can't play Best Friend for you, but please just look it up. It's, it's a, it's a bop. (laughs) But yeah, so I liked when when Luke, it's like, they literally want, they want everybody to come to their show, you know, they want the big fans, but they also want people that just love music in general and like want to explore new music. But then Luke goes and calls people out and he's like, you always can tell who the the real Five Sauce fans are because they know outer space. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're just alienating people now. Like you're gatekeeping your own band. (laughs) At, um, at Bristow,
1: someone proposed in the pit during outer space. And after they, like, finished, like, was like, did you just, did you guys just, holy shit, congratulations. (laughs) Wait, that's so crazy. But then I was like, "Mm, um, no, don't propose to me at a concert. My focus is not on you. It is a hundred percent on that stage. I am
0: not looking beside me at all right like I first of all congrats to whoever you are um if that's what made you happy in life like all the power to you I agree though with Casey I personally if because also like no man to me will ever compare to Luke Hemmings so uh if someone proposed to me in front of him (laughs) if someone proposed to me in front of Luke Hemmings I could be like but he exists. Like, who do you think you are? Like, look at this man. Is he thinking outer space? Like, no. But anyways, to whatever whoever that couple is, congratulations. Um, that is a cool story though. Um, at least it's a at least it's more original. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be mean right now, but let's just say <laughs> Casey and I just had a long discussion of like very cliche proposal locations, and that like honestly like I would take that over some of the ones but we're not gonna we don't know who's listening we're not gonna crap on anybody's happiness so I agree I agree I need a, a mug of tea I agree I'm in like the weirdest mood I literally feel like my brain is rotten because okay so I went to four shows literally the first one was on August 12th and the last one was September 14th so and what i basically i would be really sad you know you get that post concert depression of like i've been looking forward to this forever it happened now what but then i was like oh in like a week i have another one and then in a week i have another one and in a week i have another one and now i'm like i have no idea i'm going to see five sauce again yeah yeah i had four concerts
1: within a month about mm-hmm. a month of each other too but they weren't on five sauce
0: no but at least like if there's one that you're like also super excited about yeah. like it it's not the same but it is still like you know something yeah um but i'm going to the eras tour again in october 2024 same. so i guess i can just get excited for that are you going to nile oh yeah i am going to nile in june
1: yeah and we're manifesting we get olivia tickets
0: yeah we definitely need to go to olivia um but oh my gosh but this tour okay what else about the set list um things i really liked loved that they had carousel on even though it wasn't the whole song um you don't go to parties was a highlight that was like such a good live performance wait i should like should look at the set list because even though like i knew the set list and i only was surprised the first time as it kept going i was very much like what are they about to play like (laughs) um I need to give a deep apology to anybody that heard me during Amnesia, but specifically on the last night because I did start sobbing. And I know (laughs) that's a song that's a song that people like don't care about anymore and like want off the set list. And I'm just out here like, okay. (laughs) However, hearing every single person in the forum
1: scream the lyrics to Amnesia in the first part was honestly so amazing like, that was the loudest I heard the entire arena be, like, oh, yeah. singing a lyric.
0: It's really cool because – but I, I also feel like – because I'm one of these fans, too, that even if it's not my favorite song, I'm still going to scream it. Like, yeah. I – so I will say I got four different Dice songs. That's what I'm grateful for is that every show I had a different Dice song. Never got the only two that I really wanted. Because I really wanted, obviously, I wanted English Love Affair. Because it's just a, like, cool flex to say you heard that. And it's a good song. Heartache on the Big Screen is one of my favorite songs ever. So, like, it was my day. <laughs> on the Big Screen was, like, my top Spotify song in 2018. I don't know what I was going through that year. But, like, like that, you know what I mean? So, I was kind of like, okay. But um, I was really excited to hear If You Don't Know. And yeah. wrapped around your finger. Because oh, those were oh. like rarities. So I, like, I'm like i not ungrateful. But not... I just was like the. Again Five Stars hates me. Because I'm like hello. What happened there?
1: Don't get me started on if you don't know. For everyone listening. The two songs that I really wanted. Were If You Don't Know. An English Love Affair. And I manifested. So hard. To get If You Don't Know. When I was at Bristow. And. When I realized the dice was about to land on it I started screaming like crazy and like no one else realized what it was landing on yet but I was like watching that thing like I my eyes were trained on the top of that dice and when it was landing on if you don't know I literally started screaming so much I almost fell over and like that is when I lost my voice and when my recording if you don't know, it's so shaky and, like, my voice is so loud and screaming in it,
0: but I was I know. so happy. That's what, like, also with these rare songs, I'm like, I want a video or, like, an audio record. Sometimes I do audio recordings if I just want to listen to the song. Um of these, like, rare songs so I can, like, have the memory. But also, I really want to be in the moment and be, like, this is the one time I'm going to get to hear this live, possibly for the rest of my life. Like, I really want to, like, sit here and enjoy it. So I took, like, a little clip of it, and then the rest I, like, screamed my heart out. But it's, like, that, that like, conundrum of, like, do I scream and ruin the video and, like, live in the moment or do I have a moment for, like, forever? So um, I try to do both, but... (laughs) I do need to bring up. Okay, we gotta talk about the punk jump. So, for those of you that don't know, the punk jump is—it's <laughs> typically during "She Looks So Perfect." It's Callum, Michael, and Luke literally just jumping up and down. That's it, right on the beat drop, and it's—it's it's really cool. You kind of have to see it to understand like how cool it is. But they brought it back. Like, who was doing it first? I think Michael probably, um, because he's the he jumpiest really on too stage. Much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how his knees
1: are doing but
0: there was was one night when all of them did it like the first time and Twitter blew up over these Mm -hmm. men jumping like they were like oh my gosh and then the first show that all three of them did it was for me it was Raleigh and I remember like seeing they all kept looking at each other and I was like are they planning it are they gonna do it are they gonna do it and then they did it and I just like I like broke something inside me snapped but I Casey posted it on is it on your personal TikTok
1: I think it's on yeah I think so I think it's Casey, on my concert one too
0: I have never heard somebody scream in this way Casey's video she gets it right on the timing and then she just lets out this shrill screen I've never heard anybody let alone Casey scream like this it's three grown men jumping that's all it is. like but it's so satisfying. I don't know why. Like
1: it's literally yeah.
0: <laughs> we should call this episode Punk Jump because it's just oh an ode God. to the Punk Jump because <laughs> but it's it's so funny and I just like I can't imagine like if when people say like in the era like right at like probably like the sounds good feels good era some people are like oh they got so cocky and whatever I was like can you imagine being like a 19 20 year old boy and knowing the power you hold all you have to do is jump up and down one single time at the right moment in a song and all these girls pass out and have heart palpitations like that would give an ego (laughs) the power that they hold just jumping that's all it is is a jump (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I literally had to like hold somebody. I was so excited. Like, it was crazy.
1: Another thing to bring up is that the Dice song for LA was Heartbreak Girl. (laughs) And no hate to Heartbreak Girl wasn't the one I was most excited to see. However, it is so funny watching them be so mad while playing it. Like Michael was literally like on the floor
0: at one point. <laughs> we were we were in the second row on Michael's side and um his face the whole time he just looked so angry. Like so just like like almost like when you have to do a presentation for class and you're just like I don't want to do this. I'm mortified and you're like standing up there. Or like when you when your parents take you to church and you have to like get your first communion or whatever and you're just standing there like so awkwardly like I have to do this like I'm still doing what I need to do but I'm so like just grinning and bearing it that was his face the entire time and it was so funny.
1: My favorite thing about it though is that they're like it's like five sauce puts heartbreak girl on the dice knowing it could land on it the dice lands on heartbreak girl. And then Five Sauce is just so pouty when it lands on it. And I'm like, it's the consequences of your own actions, babes. Like, y- you knew it was going to happen.
0: <laughs> I want to know how they picked the songs. Two of them I do, not to, like, be full myself, but I think that they put Voodoo Doll and English Love Affair on the dice because of our soundtrack in LA last year. Because, oh one, there was a girl that... Started the trend of, like, I'll pay you. She, she had a sign that said, I'll pay you $5 to play Voodoo Doll. And they yeah. hadn't played it in, like, forever. Um, So that kind of, like, got it in their head of, like, oh, fans like that one or think it's funny. But then yeah. that also this girl, this 12-year-old girl made fun of Ashton for English Love Affair at that soundtrack. So yeah. I wonder if that's when they were, like, remember that song? Like, but Wrapped on Your Finger and, if you don't know, totally makes sense to put on the dice. Yeah. Um I feel like I feel like for
1: most fans, if you're and if you don't if you're not a wrapped around your finger girly, you're an, if you don't know girly. And if you're not mm-hmm. and if you don't know girly, you're a wrapped around your finger girly. I feel like it's either or. Yeah. It's never like a oh, I'm actually a
0: rejects girly. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they're all on the same EP. I know. But um yeah. I, and then Heartbreak Girl, we've been making fun of, especially yeah. Callum, for, like, our, forever. One I time mean, he said it wasn't a good song, and everyone's like, what do you mean?
1: Well, I liked, <laughs> the, I liked it at LA, though. He did say, he was like, I just feel so wrong playing this as a 27-year-old man. <laughs> and I do think that that gives some validity to why he doesn't like it, because it has to
0: be weird. <laughs> it's so hard. For me, like, the fir- their first, like, actual album, like, Five Seconds of Summer... Is just so nostalgic. And I say that all the time, but like I was like 17 when that came out. It was summer 2014. I didn't know where my life was going. And like I was in, like, you know, so much teenage angst. But that album, like, I have so many albums, I mean, memories of like blasting that album. Like in high school. Like, I remember we'd go in the band room and we'd like take the ox and be like, we gotta blast. She looks so perfect. And like you know, Casey came to visit me and we played that album. We had their concert. Like, Tim. So, there's songs on that album that I think are like objectively good songs. And then there are songs that I'm like, this is just nostalgic. And like, Amnesia, I'm kind of in the middle on. Like, I do think it's good, but also it's more just like, I'm like, I listen to this song and I'm like, I want to be 17 and mentally ill again, not 26 and mentally ill. Like, I am <laughs> I miss the way I was mentally ill at 17. I don't know. Like I But like so that to me it's like that it's that nostalgia. Like we really grew up with them and um I'm sure other people whether you were 17 or whether you were 7 I think you can understand like because that was when they first came big. But there's other stuff that's sentimental too. Like every album they've released I have some like emotional attachment to and why and I can yeah. give you I could sit here and be like this song I related to because of this boy and this song came out when I was like sad about this and like this made me really happy and you know um where are we going with this Where was I, I going? Know. I have no idea. <laughs> um wow, this was I supposed don't... to be like a tour yeah. review and we're just going on a million side rants but um okay this show was definitely a big production yeah like I last tour was really mostly them like they're up there they're playing their music and like I mean they did the cone thing which was really cool but this was like we had those I don't want to say old-fashioned but I feel like I haven't seen like transitions like that in a long time where there's like videos of them um it was very funny they so they made it a lot like the five sauce show that was like that aired for their 10 year anniversary on youtube um and then of course they called it the five sauce show um and that was really cool it was very cheesy and dumb like but that's like also yeah that's why like we love them and i think why they've stayed a band for so long is because they just have this like dumb sense of humor you know like the like the whole catch-up thing like why is that so funny to me it's It's so dumb it's
1: dumb it's a dumb sense of humor but it's also a self-aware sense of humor and when you combine Mm -hmm. the two it's great
0: yeah they're just so unserious like they'll literally go from singing a song about like being severely depressed and having mental health issues to taking out a giant bottle of ketchup confetti and squirting the audience with it and saucing you like like (laughs) like what is going on but I just feel like if I had to explain like the way my brain works in terms of a concert like I'd be like please just go watch this show because it really does bounce like that you know like I almost feel like not to be like this is so deep I'm reading way too much into the whole like ketchup thing but it's like That's really how people's brains work. Like you go, you have all this like crap going on, and then you're just like, this is lol. Look at this. This is so funny. It's like when you're crying to your best friend and they show you a TikTok and you're like, oh my God, that's so funny. Like I love I
1: I really want to know how saucing the crowd came to be. Whose idea was it? Whose idea to make giant Five Sauce Red, Five Sauce Yellow, Tannen, Confetti, Confetti Canyon
0: bottles a thing? Like, whose idea was this? I need to know. I want to know when they started planning this tour because they released the Five Sauce show and then they... So, it's to explain. So, there was the No Shame Tour that was supposed to happen um for calm but that was 2020 you know covid and not all the shows but most of the shows just kept getting rescheduled but then they decided to call it the take my hand tour and they added a bunch of dates and they added all the new dates and like rebranded the tour the same i want to say the same day because i remember being at school and like trying to buy tickets and nothing was loading um that was all in the same like day that they did the five saw show so, but the Five saw show is linked to, like, the tour from this year, not the Take My Hand tour. So, I want to know, like, how far in advance were they planning and thinking about the tour they did this year? Maybe they saw, like, how well the YouTube thing did. And then they were like, oh, this would be great for a tour. Because then they do, like, the checkered floor. Like, yeah. like, it's the same, like, vibe of the show, basically. I mean, tours do take a little bit
1: to plan, especially if you're gonna put it on like a big show like that, like getting the dice, getting the confetti can and ketchup mustard bottles.
0: Yeah, it was (laughs) very all of that confetti. Yeah. The merch was really cool. I must say. Like I I really had to refrain myself from buying so many things. But um I always think Five Sauce like pops off with their merch. Like they it's like my the my favorite concert merch ever because I think it's actually like fun designs it's not just like their name and a picture slapped onto a t-shirt yeah. like it's funny um that i got sauce at the five seconds of summer show shirt oh that God. i am
1: still waiting they to started, get shipped to me they started selling ponchos let's say i got sauce. like so i'm serious so funny i want to get that poncho just for the meme like just for the meme, I want that poncho. It's so funny. If but I had all $40. the, the dollars,
0: right? If I had all the money in the world, I would like. I can't. That's not a purchase I think I can justify. <laughs> but it's so funny. And like, if the sh- if I had been at a rain show, like if yeah. it was raining out and I saw they were selling those ponchos, I'd be like, absolutely, I'm buying. Yeah. this. Well, okay. Because I think they, I
1: think they introduced it at one of the Ohio shows when there was a chance of rain for the concert.
0: But how would like? How did they know? Oh my I God. don't know. They started that's the selling. Other thing. R- I feel like
1: a lot of. I feel like a lot of their merch, like, hit the, hit the, hit the merch stands, like, halfway through the North American leg.
0: Yeah, I feel like, like, um, bracelet. yeah, they probably, it's, that was probably just, like, production or something, because, um, they knew that the friendship bracelets were gonna do well. They did well the last, or, like, a lot of people bought the ones that they sold, um, and then they, you know, you all- you have to do is go on the internet and see that girls are making bracelets for the concert. Yeah, to know that that's gonna be like a thing. Um, that was probably like not the intention. They probably ordered it from like somewhere else. You know, like yeah. Ever since COVID, people don't realize. Ever since COVID, um, and I only know this from working at my summer job that stuff that comes from overseas is still not like on schedule. Ever since COVID, like there's still delays. Like three years later from production so it was probably something to do with that if i had to guess but um
1: one of the things i think is interesting is that for like msg they didn't have the new york stuff in the stand right no they didn't they didn't but la they had ready to go and they didn't even advertise the la stuff until i wonder if they after the concert
0: they saw how well the new york ones sold and then they yeah, were but, like, we should do an L.A. Oh, but, I but guess they already had the it. L.A.
1: stuff at the stands. Yeah, you're so right. Like, they already yeah. had the L.A. stuff printed. So, like, was the forum,
0: like, the Maybe, yeah, maybe they all one came and then MSG once? was, like, an afterthought? Or, like, because the L.A. show was, what, two weeks, three weeks later? Yeah. They had been ready by then? I don't That's know. What? My New York shirt hasn't shipped yet. That is one yeah. that I ordered. I didn't buy a lot of stuff but I did order that one because I thought it was really cool that it's going to be um specific to the show. I just think it's weird that as per usual they're late
1: marketing their stuff because they they tweeted the link for the for the LA shirts yesterday. And yeah. they were like already sold out on the website and we're like besties we already
0: know. <laughs> I know. They're they're a hot mess. Um yeah i don't know i don't know how all that stuff gets organized the coolest thing i have is a signed poster um from this tour because i um at the boston show i had a friends of friends ticket um i don't know maybe this will be a cut for time segment but so i did friends of friends my friend had bought them i didn't have any intention of getting them but that's what she could get and i was like okay cool whatever i just really want to go to sound check um it was okay I have, like, mixed feelings on it. It was a really cool experience, I will say. We got to see some of their backstage stuff. It was really nice after sitting on the hot pavement from 8 a.m. till whatever time, 4 p.m. it was, um, to get, like, food and water and sit down in the A.C. They had, like, a Five Sauce-themed video games. I didn't even tell you about this, but I'm, yeah. I sent you pictures and stuff. It was really cool. Um, And you got a signed poster that they signed, I think they signed it that day because we couldn't get them right when we came in the lounge. Um, but which was really cool. Would I pay that much money to do that again? Probably not, if I'm being honest with you. But um, yeah, that was just my little friend to friends review. Um I would just like to say that I win.
1: I got to hear pizza live in 2023 at Bristow. so I win
0: (laughs) people are so people pizza is the new like heartbreak girl because like the band hates it but also fans are so divided like some fans are so excited for it and some fans are like stop
1: well I just thought it was really funny because like it was in it was during Michael's like talk break and um, fans started chanting and I couldn't hear what they were saying until Clark was like they're chanting pizza and I was like oh stop it but And then Michael was like, no, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. You really want to hear pizza? Okay, let's play pizza. Guys, can you get out on stage? And I was like, he gave in so quickly. I know. Like, he like didn't even, it was like he wasn't even actually fighting it. And I'm like, were you just in the mood to play pizza
0: today, Michael? I think it was, yeah, it was like funny that day. But then I like, so people were shouting it. I think it, I think it was MSG. And it was like, I wish there was just a better time to cheer for something like that because yeah. Michael's speech, Michael has been incredibly sappy lately. Okay. I know it's cause he's having a, having a baby and like, he has a lot of things happening, but I feel like he, um that's like his speech, like, especially at MSG, he was like so like in awe of like, wow, the crowd is here. Our career has come to mm-hmm. this. Like we've been a band for over 10 years. Like everything's great. And, oh, what's that? You want to hear pizza? Like, I felt, like, bad for him, almost. I literally did because I'm like, he's trying to, like, pour his heart out to us. And we're yelling pizza at him. Yeah. It's like the one time your unserious friend is actually getting sentimental and you're shoving a meme in their face. Like, yeah. come on, guys. So that is a flex. But also, I, I'm i very in the middle. Like, I'd be like, lol, this is funny. But also... Um, I like feel for him, and I, yeah, in that I'm, moment, it's very sentimental, so I like don't want to ruin like I didn't want to ruin the moment, you know, yeah, i'm not I'm not one
1: to chant
0: for songs that
1: aren't on the set list, yeah, because no. I know they've talked about it before, but if they wanted to play pizza. That's fine with me, but...
0: If they... I'm not the one that asks for it, so... <laughs> if they were gonna... If we were gonna chant for a song, I would honestly want it to be more from Five Sauce Five. Yeah. Because I'm a little confused, because Take My Hand was kind of the Five Sauce Five tour, but not really, because the album wasn't out yet, and you hadn't, like... Other than easy for you to say, you weren't playing um, anything unreleased. But then this tour... You just had Five sauce Five come out last year. This was the f- the tour that followed it. And then you didn't play that much of it. Yeah. I want to give some justice. I'm literally staring at the titles. I'm really bad at coordinating titles to songs. Like, I'll know all the words of a song and have no idea what the song is. Hayes is the one that's like, got me feeling all yeah. right. Yeah. Haze was justice one of the ones that a lot Hayes. of
1: people were surprised we weren- they weren't playing. Justice and my Hayes. thing, my thing, my thing is, Mr. Hemmings here. You put on a suit and you put on a tie for all of your, for all of your concerts, but you don't play Hayes.
0: Yeah. Justice for Hayes. Um, I know Take My Hand was last tour, but I'm still a little salty about that because I just got that tattoo. <laughs> um,
1: I'm about Easy For You
0: To Say. Yeah. Wh- easy For
1: You To Say was so good live. You
0: to bring it back. Get on Bloodhound. Like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. They're so, like, they did a lot of Five Sauce 5, don't get me wrong, but I wanted more of it. Like, I would have swapped out some of the songs for more of Five Sauce 5, but I also understand the whole point was to be, like, we're doing Spectrum. I am so happy we got Why Won't You Love Me. That's my favorite. (sighs) Casey knows. If you have listened to this podcast before, you know that I'm unstable and that I was especially unstable in 2018 when a certain boy that I really liked – Decided to get a girlfriend after basically like acting like he was in love with me. Okay, mom, if you're listening, no, you're not. Um, and that album dropped, and that was my whole summer. Was crying in the car to specifically the songs <laughs> "Young Blood" and "Why Won't You Love Me." And every time I like something doesn't work out in my life, I just lay on the floor and you know, like you just start to hear switching into airplane mode. That's when you have to do a wellness check for me, okay? Um, so I am so that's when I know that Five Sauce like I know that they hate me and Casey but maybe they like us just a little bit because they did put that on the set list and they didn't need to like they brought it back. They you know, they was, did put Outer Space brought, on too. So. They did do I know they did do like songs that like they had played live before but like hadn't done in a while and that was one from the Meet You There tour I think but I never maybe, got to I never got to hear it live.
1: Maybe they do like Pekka and I because they put Why Won't You Love Me and and they put outer space back on the set list. So I know maybe they
0: don't fully hate us. They just <laughs> don't want to acknowledge our podcast. I that's know. what it is. They just hate the podcast. Although they did read our tweet one time. So yeah, I can't... that's true. They did. Dream. They did talk about us. And Callum even said my first name on the James Corden show. So I can't complain. My um, weird dream. Wait, I was just pulling up the set list for this show. Okay. Bad omens. Bop. 2011. I'm so happy that's still on the set list. That should never leave the set list. Ooh, that song is like serotonin in a song. Okay, Caramel for me was hit or miss. It was really good live. Um, I would have swapped it for another Five sauce Five song. I the reason I like Caramel on there is for Ashton's Bridge. Fair.
1: I love. I love Ashton's Ashton Bridge.
0: It's it's a little treat, you know. It's just a little yeah. treat. It's, little it's treat. like getting to hear Ashton sing at a concert is like. When you go to McDonald's in the middle of the night and the McFlurry machine is actually working mm-hmm. because it's not something that you expected, but it's something that's really amazing and wonderful. Um, okay. Yeah. We don't need to go through the whole stuff. No. <laughs> but it was it was really good. Um, Disconnected is still going strong. I'm a little- I can also never leave. <laughs> I'm a little worried that people aren't- feeling it as much as they used to feel it so they might take it off soon but that's my other like favorite old song wait um, can we talk about the
1: fact that during one of the checks like earlier on
0: mm-hmm.
1: um they said that like if people didn't go harder to vapor they were gonna take it off the set list and i'm like
0: how do you not vapor like they there for me vapor is yeah there for no say i have friends that like don't really vibe with vapor but like vapor is another again it's another like I'm sad you know that scene in Glee when Emma is like sobbing it's like a meme now so even if you don't know the show you, yeah like, know it. when she's like screaming in the car she's singing all by myself picture that with me with either vapor or why won't you love me okay so <laughs> both those things oh. like I I love vapor I was so I felt so spoiled when I got vapor at soundcheck last year so vapor vapor can stay we love it
1: wait you um, know what would be another deep cut what catch fire or airplanes
0: the two songs Casey I don't know how to tell you this but so there was this trend the other day where people were like mid like calling songs yeah and like both of those songs were like on there I know they were not like I know
1: but also people were putting some songs as mid that I'm like that is just like objectively not true
0: um but like but that is those are I can't I can't post my mid song from the set list or people would literally cancel me the setlist slapped. like I like yes there's things that I wanted that I like would have wanted more than others but it was a pretty good setlist um it was long like it always is which made me happy so our soundcheck experience we are really jumped over the all over the place here um so we went to LA together um and my favorite part of soundcheck is when um, Luke started to talk about... They asked him what they were looking forward to, like, on a break from tour. And Luke was, like, waking up and not having to worry about how my voice sounds. Um, And, like, get because he's like, you know, if I wake up and my voice is raspy, I get nervous it for, really, like, the really show. Like and I have two thoughts. One, Ashton then being like, Luke, your voice is amazing. Like, you could sound awful and still sound better than everybody else. And I love, love, love how Ashton is always hyping Luke up, but especially with his singing. But two... Can we talk about the helium video for a second? When Luke is sucking helium, it's like this is the man that's self conscious and concerned about his voice.
1: <laughs> I would like to specifically say that Ashton said Luke has the best voice in the world.
0: Yes, he says it all the time. He said it in multiple interviews. That I he know. thinks that Luke has Luke has the best voice in the music industry, and I agree. And I'm not like mm-hmm. that's not even me just being like I'm a Luke girl, and I like. The music he releases, he has a fantastic voice. He has such a good range. Like, first of all, such a good range. Second of all, like, you know, we go to a lot of concerts, okay? I'm not naming names, but there have been multiple singers that I know are fantastic singers that when I hear them, they end up a little flat on something or they, you know, mess up this or whatever. Luke always sounds like he's like on Broadway. Like I have, no, I'm being serious. I have yet to find a video or hear him sing live and do one wrong note. And yeah. I hope nobody drops one in the comments and ruins the illusion uh, for me. But I'm like, I'm being serious. He is a goddamn good performer live. Yeah. Like not even him. just like, he has great stage presence and everything too. But his vocals are always spot on and you can tell he works for it because he's always checking his like ears and everything but yeah there's been multiple shows I've been to in the past like couple months that people have been like not perfect and that's not like just like everybody messes up live music is hard like I'm not crapping on anybody but the fact that he can do it that perfectly I'm like give the man a Grammy or like the Nobel Peace Prize I don't know like give him something Nobel Peace Prize for his voice (laughs) his voice brings peace to the world his voice not to him but just to his singing voice but also like luke if you were that concerned with your voice why are you sucking helium like literally for a show what are you doing um
1: my part of my favorite thing about soundtrack is just watching them like interact with each other the way that Mm -hmm. they do more because i feel like you see more you see more of them interacting in soundtrack with each other than you do on stage especially when ash is behind the drum kit all night um but no i think my favorite part was when michael started talking about how he likes he loves to write tattoos for fans and how he would like he would love to just like do them the entire concert for yeah, he, like, everyone in the venue that wants it but like <laughs> logistically like you can't do that someone, someone asked
0: about signs in the crowd and michael goes i always feel bad for the ones that say can you write my tattoo because he's like i'd love to but i can't really stop the show to do that <laughs> but, and i was like though no, that's so that's so real like but it's then so funny but then he was like oh well, maybe
1: we should just like make a specific one and like have all the fans like get it or whatever. And then they started talking about like doing tattoos on stage. <laughs> yeah.
0: But then, I don't know. I then, think Michael went meant like post the photo somewhere and be like I, no, a couple I, lyrics that people wanted. I but agree. Somehow it turned into fans are coming up on stage and letting us like not just write the tattoo but ink like get a tattoo needle and tattoo. Yeah. Like, how do we get but, here? like but Ashton was like, oh, you
1: guys wouldn't do that. Like, you're too scared. Like, you wouldn't, you're too weak. You wouldn't do, you wouldn't get a tattoo. And I'm like, Ashton, first of all, no. Look Second the of crowd, all, Ashton, do all you tattooed. realize the majority of this fan base already has the tally mark tattoo?
0: Hello. Hello. Like, dude. Like, also, we all have, we're all, like, covered in tattoos. Like, yeah. I saw a Five Stars concert, and I'm like, I have my tattoos do I have to have eight I think I have eight tattoos yeah and I feel under tattooed when I go to these things so you literally I have Ashton, two if any of you said come up here I will ta- like I'll tattoo you I'm not telling you where I'm putting it or what it is I would say yes yeah I'd say yes like I would like They could put the- they could put whatever they want on my body and that's not just because I love them or whatever just because I think it would be such a good story Like, I don't, like, it could be the worst tattoo ever. Like, imagine, like, someone, you know, because I do think tattoos are, like, a story. Like, it's almost, I kind of look at them as, like, a scrapbook. And I have a lot of, like, random and somewhat dumb tattoos. But I also think, like, you know, it's, it, there's sometimes, like, a memory attached to them and, you know, even if it's like a, I was bored that day, or I decided I didn't Literally. like my stomach. So I showed up at the tattoo place and picked something, you know, like, yeah, they're all just like part of your life. And so imagine cool. if, like, I'm telling my tattoo story and I go, and this one I got on stage by Ashton Irwin. I know that it looks like, like, like a child <laughs> tattooed me in their sleep, in my sleep, but like, I, love it you know like that would be the coolest tattoo story ever can you imagine if I could write that on my hinge profile right my my, someone from my favorite band gave me my ninth tattoo on stage
1: right I don't care how bad it is
0: that's such a good story
1: um no literally the only reason I don't have more tattoos is because I don't have the money like I literally am designing tattoos for myself all the time
0: (laughs) I know I yeah I like don't really plan mine out anymore I like I I have so I have the take my hand one which like if you know me you know the whole like story behind that um and then I have like but I also have like one my tattoos range from like this like deep and meaningful one to one d just the (laughs) the number one and the letter d and also uh you know what I'm gonna stop there but like
1: (laughs) Did you did you see did you see that the concert leaks Twitter page, um Twitter account, tweeted this morning that next year there will be two surprise tour announcements by bands with numbers in their title. So five (laughs) sauce. Everyone's like One Direction and Five Sauce. It's probably Five Sauce. Okay, I do think.
0: Can everybody take a breath because okay, this is what I think is happening. I, we've said this many times, I do not knock on wood. I don't think Five Sauce is ever going to break up, and that's not me being naive. That's me looking at other bands that are similar like Fall Out Boy, Green Day, like bands that, and in, in even Rolling like Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah, like, thank you. <laughs> bands that have been, Weezer, bands that have been around for a long time and have an ongoing fan base, and I remember last year two years ago, Ashton said something about like here's to making music until people stop listening, you know, like I don't think they're taking a break. I don't think they're taking a hiatus. I think they're just going to take a normal amount of time between tours. Because not every band tours every single year. Like, COVID aside, that's not abnormal at all. Like, literally at all.
1: Do we remember how much we understood how unhealthy it was for One Direction to be touring all the time? Do we remember that?
0: Yeah. It's not, like look at taylor swift how many like again COVID aside how much time did she have in between tours like that's so 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 normal so to go and be like they're they're going on Hades, they're breaking up because they might not tour anytime soon like no that's not how this works i think what's gonna happen is michael like you know crystal's having the baby in november i think they'll take like some time off working in general um my other further prediction is that I think Luke will do more with his solo stuff next year like early next year possibly more um concerts or maybe like a tour like a little tour um but either then I think they'll either go on tour late next year like the band or the following year. I yeah. really don't think they I think they love it too much to be honest. They love touring and um don't say that they're breaking up or that they're we're never going to see them live again.
1: They're obviously going to be live again. Like just because Callum worded his speech a little like, oh no, it's the end of the world that one time, which he's corrected like every other time he's made his speech. He's like,
0: I think what they're trying to say is they don't know when you'll see us exactly because then like, Michael said something about like, I don't know when you're gonna when we'll be back. But then Ashton will be like, bring your friends next time we're back. So like, yeah, they're just teasing
1: us. Like it's not. They're not breaking up. They're not never touring again. It is healthy for them, both just, like, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Like, it's just good for them to have a break. And, like, it's not healthy to tour every year.
0: They get PTO. Just like we all get our PTO, they're getting their PTO, okay? And just because
1: they're not touring doesn't mean they're not working. Doesn't mean they're not writing songs. Doesn't mean they're not playing around with chords and stuff. Like
0: yeah everyone needs let to them please. have a vacation they deserve it for the love of god people get mad at us for constantly talking about like the five sauce one direction days but then we'll turn around and basically act as if they're one direction it yeah. is a completely different setup completely different story the only connection they have is that they had like they have a similar fan base because they went on tour together yeah 10 years ago like, yeah. so, so if everybody, if all these mostly younger fans, no hate, are going to be mad at us for talking about the Where We Are tour, then you guys have to all stop acting like they're One Direction and they're going to go yeah. on this extended hiatus and break up and, you know, knock on wood, hopefully we don't see a tweet tomorrow that's like, yep, we're done. But I really just like, they're not the same band. They're just a normal band and like normal bands friends take breaks. And they're also best friends. Like, it's not for show. Like, I really- like- there's I'm sorry. no way you could be in a band with your friends from middle school if you didn't like each other. Also, like, there's no way. Like, no way. Callum was
1: literally Michael's best man. Like, what are you thinking?
0: They here? also would just all go and join other bands. They're also musically talented. Like, Callum yeah. played bass for Charlie Booth. He would, like, they would all just go and make other bands. It, and, like, they're not just doing it because they already have, like, the success. Like, they're in it because they genuinely like it. I don't think they would get up there and shoot con- catch up Confetti cannons. And no. become serious if they weren't friends, literally. Um. So everybody, take a breath. Um. But yeah, so I am really sad that it's over. Um, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life now. I have all these beads. Um, I no- will say uh, I'm yeah. gonna make. I do think I'm gonna make a Google form if anybody wants a bracelet. Um. I bought plenty of S's so I can go back to making the Girls Talk Boys bracelets. So if you want one, um, I'll, like, put a link somewhere. Please let us know. Um, we want to make friends. I've made so many friends. Yeah.
1: I still have some leftover bracelets that I
0: didn't pass out. So we'll send them out to people. Um, But, yeah, the tour, like, overall, good times. Um, I'm really sad that it's over and, like, that's it. Uh, for now but oh, it's okay I,
1: I want to pose I want to pose this question to anyone that co- got confetti at the con- concerts this year what are you doing with it like how are you displaying it like
0: I know I've seen a lot of like I have ideas. some ideas
1: but I just want to know what everyone's doing like I want to see everyone's creativity like I put some in my posters back here I've got this giant thing that I'm gonna put LA in
0: because I grabbed way too much confetti at LA and I, I did think, not realize how much so, I grabbed. I have a mason jar from all four shows that I went to, and I think Casey got twice as much as in the mason jar just in LA. Yeah. I have an entire I have a
1: gallon-sized baggie full of confetti from LA because I genuinely did not realize I grabbed that much. I know. <laughs> it was I was like, all like squished together, so it didn't look like as much. Um, but I was thinking about getting clear ornament, like round ornaments. Although I do think like a clear disco ball ornament would be extra oh, cool. Cute. And then just like putting them in there and then writing the
0: concert. I think I'm gonna glue the confetti to my body so that it's with me forever. First cool. forever. That'd be a look. You know what? Get it like Next sewn time. in as extensions, like yeah. hair tinsel, but it's confetti. Next time they go on tour, that's gonna be your fit. I want to be I want to be buried with my concert confetti, yeah, can you make that happen? I will do my if best. if I ever go missing and the police are like she ran away, if my concert confetti is still sitting on the my stove, like it's not like cookie. it's not cooking. It's on like the top ledge, you know we can put like little cute stuff like eats there, confetti if <laughs> shut up if if I ever go missing and the police are like she ran away and my concert confetti jar is still on my stove, please let them know that there's no way I ran away. And also, if the person that abducts me is like listening to this, don't just like take my confetti. That's cheating. Because <laughs> I've been it's listening okay. to so much. There, pride there are this. other there
1: are other ways to know that you were
0: you were taken. So,
1: like what? What we like my what tell? we talked about in the car. That I'm not going to repeat in case you do get kidnapped. Wait,
0: what was that?
1: Your tumblers.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) I said, so I am the queen of leaving um, sunglasses and tumbler cups everywhere. Um, And so I said, like, if I ever go missing, like, just follow the trail of tumbler cups and um, sunglasses and like, you'll find me. It's her own breadcrumb. Yeah, that's like my brand and my so my jar of confetti. Like if that jar is not there, like you, like I did not run away because I will leave with it. I will be buried with it. It is, it is the love of my life. Um, yeah, I am still so jet lagged, and I flew in like two days ago. <laughs> Wait, I didn't tell the airplane story. You guys, I'm like kind of internet famous. Oh. I was like, wait, did something happen on this plane ride? I'm waiting for BuzzFeed because everybody's like, oh, my God, this is going to make it on BuzzFeed. I'm like, that's how you know you've made it because your tweets in a BuzzFeed article. OK, this has nothing to do with Five Sauce, but I will say Five Sauce fan- fandom is very feminist because this is how it went viral was just Five Sauce girl. He's like retweeting. So when I was flying back from North Carolina um, from the show, I... Long story short, overheard this man talking about uh in his words shenanigans, but he was alluding to the fact that he cheated on his girlfriend, um very loudly on the plane. And so I decided to throw out into the universe Hey, if there's a boy, if your like person that you're dating is flying back from Raleigh to JFK on a JetBlue flight, whatever, right now, um, he's cheating on you. He's bragging about it to his buddies on the plane. It almost has six million views. The tweet. That's insane. How is that? Of all my years of being on the internet, that's what, that's what does it for me. Is that? um but there's been a lot of girls trying to find this girl honestly like kayla says said this to me she's like i bet the girl's seen it and just doesn't want to like come out and be like yep that was me and like i would i would feel the same way i totally understand um but i do hope that it reached her somehow because i was like ready to yell this man but um yeah so that happened and then the tiktok blew up too so that's my claim to fame now is that i'm the airplane girl because somebody commented oh my gosh it's the airplane girl i was like oh my and on a tiktok that wasn't about the airplane situation it was like my one five sauce and it was like oh my god that's the girl from the airplane i was like oh my god this is not happening um you, but you yeah. know you haven't you have another tiktok that's oh popping god. off a little bit too it's also the is five sauce related oh my gosh the tiktok that one are like the girls like boys TikToks usually, like, do pretty well, though. Like, that was just – and I have to get full – like, so I have this video. I'm talking in circles. I'm so tired. But um, there's a video of Luke during Waste the Night that um, I was like, Casey, what sound should I put to this? This is so funny. He's, like, gr- grabbing the microphone. And Casey's like, oh, my God, do the, like, more passion, more energy one. And it's just, like, the funniest thing in the world because it fits so well. Um, But, yeah, so I guess I'm just, like, a star. Like, I guess I'm just famous now. I guess Um, so. Anyways, so speaking of the internet, okay, as long as Twitter, we don't have to pay for it. Our Twitter is Girls Talk Boys, talk is spelled V-L-K, T-L-K, I just, (laughs) (laughs) Girls Talk Boys, talk is spelled T-L-K. TikTok, same thing. Instagram, talk is spelled correctly, and there's an underscore at the end. Girls talk boys underscore. Please follow us on everything. Let us know if you want a bracelet. Let me know if you're the girl that's boyfriend cheated on her that I met on the airplane. Please connect with us. Let us know your thoughts. We out also here. <laughs> Also, follow
1: my concert role, TikTok. I'll be posting all of my five sauce videos. On there, it's Casey's concert role. Casey exactly is C A S E Y.
0: Oh my gosh. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, there is already a video of Callum up there for the Callum girlies. You know, I think this is actually the first time, like ever in the 10 years I've been seeing them live that I got a good picture and video of Callum. Queen. I've never gotten good ones.
0: All right, guys. Um, thanks for listening. Um, we'll let you know if we get Olivia and Robert Ego tickets. I think that's the next debacle that will be up. That'll probably be the next episode is talking about her. All right, thanks for listening. Bye.